One question that businesses ask me all the time is, how can I improve my business model? Well, the first thing I need to do is really teach them how to analyze their business model. And so what, what I did was develop what I call a mini MBA or a way to do their business analysis in a condensed way. At the initial stages of that business model analysis uh, is uh, nine building blocks that you will find in every single business. Starting off with the customer segment. The customer segment uh, usually is too broad or there are too many customer segments that they're looking at. Narrowing down the customer segment helps them gain some focus in their business. Once the customer segment uh, is analyzed appropriately, then we look at the value proposition. Now the value proposition is nothing more than the goods and services that you're providing to your customer segment to help them reduce some sort of pain that they have, do some job that they have to get done, give them some sort of gain that they're looking for, or somehow appeal to their aspirations, uh, their belief system, their values, their tribe, or their culture. Now, if assuming that they have a narrow, defined customer segment, and they've developed a value proposition that's targeted and wanted and needed by that customer segment, uh, then we analyze the customer relationship. Try to understand the psychological stages that their customer is going through and the journey that they need to take that customer through. And then the channel of distribution. Regardless of whether or not they're providing services or goods, they still have to get those goods or services to the consumer or their customer segment. Once we do that analysis, then we have a good idea about the desirability of their uh, value proposition. Next, we need to figure out whether or not it is feasible for them to deliver on that value proposition. Those are the organizational leadership and development issues or the operational issues. What are the key activities that they need to do and engage in to develop that value proposition and deploy that value proposition? And what resources do they need to aid them in that endeavor? Do they need any strategic partners, whether or not those partners are internal or external? That is the feasibility portion of the analysis. If it's viable, that's another analysis that has to be considered. Just because a value proposition is desirable and feasible doesn't mean that you should deploy that value proposition because it may not be viable. The cost associated with that value proposition deployment may be too high, not only in terms of financial cost, but time cost, relationship cost, opportunity cost, and other non-financial costs. Also, is the revenue stream sufficient to justify those costs? Are you thinking about a subscription model? Are you thinking about a transactional model? Are you thinking about a lifetime customer value model? What is the revenue stream model that you're using? When you look at these nine building blocks, the customer segment, the value proposition, the customer relationship, the channel of distribution, the key resources, the key activities, the key partners, the cost structure and the revenue stream, you have the core of their business model, but the analysis doesn't stop there. Are there any legal and regulatory issues that your business needs to address? If they are, 
those legal or regulatory issues can stop your business from being launched or really cause tremendous damage to your business. If the, there are no legal and regulatory issues that you can't overcome, then what are the risks involved in, uh, in this enterprise? Not only the financial risk, but the other risk involved with it as well. I've seen businesses who, whose owners and entrepreneurs were not only risking financial loss, but they were doing things that were, uh, to their surprise, was considered to be criminal in nature. And so they were exposing themselves not only to financial risk, but to a risk of loss of liberty. Now, the other thing that they need to really carefully understand are the competition issues. Just this morning, I had a meeting with one of my private corporate counsel clients, uh, and it took us five months to analyze his competition because his competition was really prevalent to determine whether or not these business models that he was engaging were the right ones. He ended up scrapping four of those business models and deciding on a final business model where the competition was less. Obviously, there are going to be obstacles as well between where the business is and where the business wants to go. Identifying those obstacles, analyzing those obstacles, and creating strategies to effectively get over, around, or through those obstacles are pretty important. Now, when you're done with that set of analysis, then you also have to pay attention to the trends. What are the trends in your business? What are the trends in your geographic location? What are the trends in the industry that you're uh, competing in? And what are the issues that pop up? Are you able to anticipate, analyze, and address issues as they pop up? Are those issues related to environmental issues or technology issues? Are you, in fact, setting yourself up to failure for failure because of a political environmental issue, um, a climate environmental issue, or any other environmental issue that can negatively impact your business? Or are you setting yourself up effectively to take advantage of those changes in the environment? Are you effectively planning for the spring when it's winter? Are you planning for the summer? Are you planning for the fall? Or are you planning for when winter comes again? Those environmental factors can impact your business in very dramatic ways. And what are the technology uh, that is up and coming? Can you utilize that technology to help accelerate your business growth and development, or will the technology kill your business? You certainly don't want to be the next blockbuster. Technology killed that business, and Netflix is king right now. Now, when you look at those issues, all of those issues affect the business and they all must be analyzed by every entrepreneur. But one of the things that they miss almost uniformly is analyzing the life cycles. First of all, they don't take the time to appreciate the life cycle of the industry that they're in. Maybe the industry is dying out. They don't, if they, if they take time to appreciate that, then they can, really understand uh, where their business fits within the industry life cycle. But what about their business life cycle? Sometimes their business is at the beginning or what I call the infant stage of their life cycles. But they think and operate like if they're in prime when they're not. 
so understanding where your business is in the business life cycle, understanding what resources it needs, what tools it needs, what, what relationships it needs, and what type of systems and process and technology it needs in order to be effective is pretty important. And then of course, your service or product life cycle is important as well. Are you really giving thought to whether or not the services that you provide is gonna be necessary in a year or two or three or four? A good example of that today is the services provided by people who do IT work, people who create websites, people who do anything else that deals with technology as artificial intelligence or AI is becoming more prevalent, most of those jobs are going to be replaced. And so will a lot of administrative jobs or support jobs dealing with office work. So are you paying attention to the service lifecycle or the product lifecycle? For example, VHS tapes, Blockbuster did not pay attention to the product lifecycle and VHS tapes died out um, and they didn't transition effectively onto online streaming. Well, while it's important to pay attention to the industry life cycle, the business life cycle, and the service and product life cycle, it's also important to pay attention to the key personnel life cycles. Are the people in your organization all relatively young? And, uh, and so they don't have enough experience in education and training um, and relationships that can help your business grow and develop, or are they aging out? where they don't have the time and the focus or the energy uh, necessary to actually go the extra mile. Paying attention to the major life cycles is critical for every business. And so analyzing your business using this, what I call the mini MBA or the model business analysis is important. If you would like to learn more about how to analyze your business, feel free to visit us on the web at privatecorporatecouncil.com or call us at 407-647-7887. Please continue to listen to our podcast to learn more. Contact us at 877-647-7887 or email us at info at pcc.law to learn more about the Private Corporate Council program and how we can help you and your business on your journey to success.